Acts of the Apostles. When the apostles had come together, they asked him, Lord, is this the time when you will restore the kingdom to Israel? He replied, It is not for you to know the times or periods that the Father has set by his own authority, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, in all Judea and Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. When he had said this, as they were watching, he was lifted up, and a cloud took him out of their sight. While he was going, and they were gazing up toward heaven, suddenly two men in white robes stood by them. They said, Man of God, why do you stand looking up toward heaven? This Jesus, who has been taken up from you into heaven, will come in the same way as you saw him go into heaven. Then they returned to Jerusalem from the mount called Olivet, which is near Jerusalem, a Sabbath day's journey away. When they had entered the city, they went to the room upstairs where they were staying. Peter and John and James and Andrew, Philip and Thomas, Bartholomew and Matthew, James, son of Alphaeus, and Simon the Zealot, and Judas, son of James. All these were constantly devoting themselves to prayer, together with certain women, including Mary, the mother of Jesus, as well as his brothers. The word of the Lord.
reading from the first letter of Peter. Beloved, do not be surprised at the fiery ordeal that is taking place among you to test you, as though something strange were happening to you. But rejoice insofar as you are sharing Christ's sufferings, so that you may also be glad and shout for joy when his glory is revealed. If you are reviled for the name of Christ, you are blessed, because the spirit of glory, which is the spirit of God, is resting on you. Humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, so that he may exalt you in due time. Cast all your anxiety on him, because he cares for you. Discipline yourselves. Keep alert. Like a roaring 
The creation, all of creation, was reconciled to the Creator. That's the first thing that I, I wanted to lift up before you, because I think so often we tend to think of our faith as being really just a personal thing. This is about all of the cosmos. The second thing is that ascension marks the transfer of responsibility for the proclamation of the gospel, for the mission of Jesus, to be transferred from the person of Jesus in his body, in his hands, as he walked among people, as he preached, as he healed. All of that is transferred now to the body of Christ, which is the church. It is the church now that's carrying on the mission. And the ascension marks that moment, but it is transferred to us. Sometimes I feel that uh, it's a lot to ask of us. I think about my own frailty, about my own limitations, about my own sinfulness. And I think, how is it possible that I could be somehow uh, responsible to carry on the call of, of Jesus upon our lives and proclaim the gospel? The truth is, it doesn't depend on any one of us, but it depends upon is all of us as the body of Christ. I believe it's only as we are together and work together that we're able to really do the mission that we've been called to. Because all of us have limitations, all of us sin, all of us know our frailties. The other thing that we're promised that's so important is that this, the Spirit comes among us. The Spirit empowers the church, the body of Christ, to be the body of Christ in the world. So I think it's those two things held together that's so important to understand that there's been this great reconciliation between God and God's created order. And that there's been this transfer of responsibility from Jesus to the church, to the body of Christ. Jesus said, as the Father sent me, so I send you. You shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. You shall be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the end of the earth. We have been talking about using that as a model of how we understand how we are as a congregation, what, what our mission is in a sense. First to Jerusalem, the congregation. How do we build up a congregation for mission to be able to go out and do the work of the church, the body of Christ? That's the witness in Jerusalem. And then to Judea and Samaria, those were, that was the area that surrounded uh, Jerusalem. That is for us perhaps Lowell and Boston. We think of the South End of uh, St. Stephen's. And the work that's done by us extended many times through the work of the diocese all around us. And then finally, to all the world, to the end of the earth, the work is being done in Rwanda, with their end of school, and many other ways that we have reached out beyond this church through Episcopal Relief and Development. So that's the vision of the body of Christ. We are all called to be witnesses. This uh, Sunday, as it is in many churches and many communities, this is the time of commencement. I was uh, riding back from a confirmation yesterday with Walter Burge, and I was talking about what I was thinking about in the sermon. 
childhood to adulthood in this church around us and in their ministries here. Um, and we will honor Tina Coleman.
left. And then the scarves will go out to coffee hour and be laid out for graduates who go to coffee hour and choose the color that they would like to have. So first, we'll bless them all. So if you are here and you are graduating from high school this month, now, at some point, come up so you can bless them. I think some people may be
in deciding whether to cancel rehearsals for snow and planning extra activities and snacks and the various activities we do with the choir. So thank you, Jane. Thank you. 
supper, he took the cup of wine, gave thanks, and said, Drink this, all of you. This is my blood of the new covenant, which is shed for you and for all, for the forgiveness of sins. Whenever you drink it, do this for the remembrance of me. Remembering now his work of redemption and offering to you this sacrifice of thanksgiving. Lord God of our ancestors, God of Abraham and Sarah, Isaac and Rebekah, Jacob, Leah and Rachel, God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, open our eyes to see your hand at work in the world about us. Deliver us from the presumption of coming to this table for solace only and not for strength, for pardon only and not for renewal. Let the grace of this holy communion make us one body, one spirit in Christ, that we may worthily serve the world in his name. Accept these prayers and praises, Father, through Jesus Christ, our great high priest, to whom with you and the Holy Spirit your church gives honor, glory, and worship from generation to generation. And now, as our Savior Christ has taught us, we are called to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from Hallelujah, Christ, our Passover is sacrificed for us. Yes. 